0: What's going on guys? Charles Werner, a.k.a. The Handsome Buyer, a.k.a. Captain Pervert, a.k.a. That's what I'm talking about. And to keep that Latin vibe going, on today's podcast, we have Manny, who won the real estate protege, Sanchez. Uh-oh. Yeah, kid. Welcome, welcome, welcome to back to another episode of the Handsome Home Buyer Podcast. My name is Charles, a.k.a. the Handsome buyer a.k.a. Captain Perman, a.k.a. This is your stick, dude. You know my.
1: <laughs> El judío maravilloso. Yeah! <laughs> I get so happy when I
0: don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, obviously I'm the handsome home buyer. View of a house that smells like cat pee dated from the 1960s. Six inches of mold on the wall. Human waste floating past the basement steps. You know I want to buy it. Commercial development. Anything that is out there. 516-777-SOLD. A lot of great stuff happening just got a assisted living facility approved in Farmingdale. I believe we are doing a Pudgy's chicken joint as well and having negotiations with that. Flipping tons of houses. We want to flip more. If there's any opportunity out there, please get at us. And obviously, you know, if you have any kind of permit issues, you got to call the captain, 516-513-8838. Things are crazy in the townships. You need, a, you need someone to hold your hand and guide you through the process. We got you all day, every day from Queens, all the way out to Montauk. Tip to tip, Long Island is our specialty. Feel free to give us a call just to ask for advice or anything else, 516-513-8838. And speaking of advice, if you need any advice as far as investing, Construction, investing, development, rentals, fix and flip, new construction, you name it. Whatever I got inside this elongated Jewish skull is yours. Hit me up on my text platform, 516-871-3511. I try to check it one to two times a day. It is me. It is not a bot. So please be patient. I get a lot of texts every day. I try to get back to everybody. Happy to share the knowledge and whatever I can do. So with that said, we got a rock star guest today, man. (laughs) Rock star guest today. And... um. So those of you who haven't seen it, you should check it out. The Real Estate Protégé was created by J.B. Baldwin of Tilbury Success Solutions and Brian Karp of Coach Real Estate, which was essentially the craziest job interview of, of, of all time. Uh, J.B. and Brian came up with the concept together. Both brilliant guys, super hardworking, um, extremely accomplished, and will continue to do amazing things in the future, both very young and have a lot of life left in them. I'm very Grateful to be friends with them and very even more grateful to have been a part of the show. So, today we have the winner of the real estate protege, a man who you're also going to be seeing a tremendous amount of and is going to be extremely successful in years to come. And I'm happy that I got him on the podcast at the beginning so we can see the, uh, the transformation from where it started to Lord knows where it's going to end up. Manny Sanchez. <laughs> Thank you for having me, man. Good to be here, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a pleasure. Like a few months ago, I was just like watching your videos and <laughs> hoping that one day I'll become an
0: investor and look where I am now. The sky's the limit, man. Obviously, <laughs> the sky's the limit. And uh, you got a smooth voice. Anybody ever tell you, you got a smooth voice? You got like a smooth radio voice. Really? So <laughs> said that, I don't know. I mean, everything sounds better in Spanish to begin with also. That, I'm convinced, like, you say anything in English, you say it in Spanish, it's like, doesn't matter what it is. It's like, ah, that sounds nice. <laughs> so I'm trying to perfect my Spanish, obviously. Awesome. So let's, um, I wanna get a little bit uh, about your background. Give people kind of like, um, like the 60 second, background of you know where you came from mm-hmm. i know you were born in el salvador yes about your you know experience there how you came to this country and then ultimately what you've been going through before you got on the protege. because the story is 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 awesome yeah yeah so i i was born and raised in el salvador um
1: i came in 2013 looking for a better life and um once i came uh, i just like dedicated my life to working in restaurants i didn't really know anything like any profession or anything, you know. So um, my uncle, he's been working in restaurants for a while and he got like, he got me the job there and I just jumped like, you know, I I got it and I just like decided to work hard and I started as a cook then I had another job as a dishwasher. Then I knew a little bit of English so I started talking to people. So you didn't know English when you came here at all? I did, I did, I did. As a matter of fact, like the thing is that in El Salvador, um, Eng- English can get you like a job where you can get double the minimum wage. Okay. So so like when I was in El Salvador, um, I-, I had to start working, right? I was 16 and I was like, what am I gonna do? I started looking for jobs and I found out that the minimum wage is like $300 a month. So I was like, man, I don't wanna do that. Like, Jesus. you know, I-, I-, I want more than that. So I found out that big companies in the United States, they put their call center departments in countries like El Salvador, Mexico, Costa yeah. Rica, so I, I found out that all you need is to speak the language.
0: Okay. So I
1: remember that I had this PlayStation that I loved with all my life, and I was like, you know what, this is a business decision, I sold this. <laughs> and I got to pay two months of, uh, like two courses of English, right? So I was like, I love it, you know, like, you know, this is easy, like, you know, I can't be doing this all day. I started buying books like for kids, mm-hmm. you know, I started like, I had a, like a dictionary and just translated word by word. And I told, I spoke to my dad, and I was like, like you know, like see, I, I want to do this, like you know, for a living. And he was like, definitely, like English is gonna open doors for you, like no matter where you go, like you know, everybody speaks English, right? So he paid for the whole course, mm-hmm. and um, I did it, and I got a job at one of those call centers, nice, and like, and I was getting paid like six hundred dollars a month, which is double, you yeah. know, like I was like what eighteen,
0: yeah,
1: and I was making like six hundred dollars, like I felt like I was the king of the world, you know, I like, I loved it. But then the um, country, uh, El Salvador is like a very dangerous place, right? There's a lot, a lot going, going on, on there. I, yeah, yeah
0: so. just like really quickly so people understand. I don't think people really understand exactly what's going on in El Salvador. Like yeah. it is a lot of gang violence. It is a lot of political unrest. It is It is not a very safe place. Yeah.
1: Someone. Trying to steal your phone can just kill you for that. Like, it's yeah. that crazy,
0: that ridiculous. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's. I don't think people living here can really, truly, like, psychologically understand exactly, exactly what's going yeah. on there. Yeah, it's crazy. So my dad was like, you know, like, why
1: don't you come here, right? To so, uh, he lives in California, mm-hmm. and I was definitely like, you know, like, um, I I came in and and uh, I loved it. You know, I loved the the the, the place. California was beautiful, but I had family here in New York, so mm-hmm. I came to visit them. And I saw that the uh, Hispanic community here in New York is big, right? So, mm-hmm. like, I felt like I was in El Salvador pretty much, but like, safer yeah, and away, with more home. opportunities. Yeah. yeah. So, I um, started working in restaurants and I had this idea. i read a book. I like reading books. So, I read um, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah. So, did yeah. I? Yeah. yeah. That was,
0: my, that was what got, got me into real estate.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I read it and I was like, man, I love yeah. it, right? and um but at, at that time i was looking for something more consistent right i was like you know like i i, I don't even know how real estate works da mm-hmm. but then i met my wife and um we both started working in restaurants and then um she she got a job as a secretary for a brokerage right and then she was like babe you know how much money like agents make just mm-hmm. for selling a house yeah like i want to get my license so she got her license and i'm like definitely she got her license we knew that you know, with real estate, it's not consistent, right? So I got another job to make sure that money was coming in. Yeah. And she just jumped into it and then like, I loved it. Yeah, I, no. I
0: really wanted to. And that's how you essentially found real estate. Pretty how, much. How long ago was that? How long ago did you get your license? Uh, I, I just got it like on January, January 5th. Oh, so this all like just kind of happened, happened. Yeah,
1: like my wife got the, her license last year. Okay. So she's been doing it for like over a year now. Okay. Um, I was pretty much her assistant. You know, I was, like, you know, helping yeah. her with, like, filling out paperwork. Uh, and when she was on a call, I was, like, right there trying to listen it's all yeah. about and trying to learn as much as possible. And uh, I just got my license, my license right now, yeah. But I've been working in restaurants, like, for eight years. Yeah. Yeah. So that's...
0: No, so I think... So I want you to kind of... T- being a realtor, I think a lot of people, like a ton of people, get their license right now. Yeah, I know. Combination of reasons, like you know, if the market's hot, people get their license, or if there's a shift in the economy and people lose their job, they're like, oh, maybe I'll get my license. I don't think people realize how difficult it is to be a realtor. Like yeah. I always say, two and a half per. Like I would say, three. Let's round it up to three percent. Three percent of all the agents make all the money. Yeah. And when you're a realtor, a lot of people think you're coming in. Most of the time you're getting this training, but you're really not. Mm-hmm. And it's a very, very difficult thing. So talk about, you know, the struggles as you and your wife got into real estate, yeah. Um. you know, the challenges that you had. Yeah. So like um, when we got into real estate, like when, when I had this idea that like
1: you could make money, like wearing like, you know, nice clothes, some suits and ties. Like I started as a dishwasher, you mm-hmm. know, I was like, like just like, taking out the garbage, getting dirty, like, you know, my 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 shoes that were soaked, like, on water and nasty, it was just nasty. Now you're telling me, and I was working, like, pretty much, like, 16 hours a day, I had two jobs, and uh, I would work as a dishwasher, then I would go to uh, Applebee's at night, you know, mm-hmm. so now you're telling me that I can make money, like, like wearing this type of clothes, with a tie and everything, <laughs> dude, I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. Like, my wife and I, when we met, we work at this catering hall, and we were working like crazy hours though sometimes we'll get out like at three in the morning because it was all parties right mm-hmm. and we have worked a lot like and now like having the chance to be on in this industry and and make good money by working hard like i work hard you know it's just that I, I, the way i say it is that i was just on the ground profession you know yeah. like now i want to put all that energy into real estate and i know it's not easy but after coming like from those type of jobs. Like, you know, this is like Mm -hmm. a blessing for me.
0: No, it makes sense. And and I think people like, it's all a matter of perspective, right? If you're gonna give 150% of your effort, you can give that to your job working in the restaurant business, but you're gonna have a certain cap just because of the nature of the business. It's like, well, I'll I'll relate it to home building. Um, You know, you could build one house or you could build 30 houses at a clip. Who's making more money? It's the same amount of energy but who's going to be making more money? Or you could build 30 houses or you could build a giant apartment building. Same amount of time, same amount of energy, right? Yeah. But the end result is different. Exactly. But it, it's all a matter of, you know, what what makes you happy. Yeah, yeah definitely. And uh, um, when my wife
1: started doing real estate, we didn't have no training. We, we were pretty much like bumping from walls to walls, you know? Yeah. And learning from the situations that we will put ourselves into. So um, it was a little hard. And... Um, we got to the point where we were like, uh, man, then maybe like ten houses a year, it's a lot, right? And that was our goal. Last last year she did six and we were like super happy, right? Great. Yeah. And uh, but then I was like, babe, you know what? Like I feel like if we go to a different um brokerage, we might see real estate from like a different perspective, you know, like if we if we get to work with people that are closing fifty deals a year. Mm-hmm. Maybe we, we're gonna have a different goal, a different mentality. You know, so that was our goal to like always like learn as much as possible and take advantage of this opportunity
0: though. No, that makes we, sense. We, we, um how do you think your I have no doubt you're gonna be very successful because you have this this like fire, right? Like yeah. this hunger. And that's really what it's about. Exactly. So I wanna talk about the real estate project, but before I do, I remember uh so I was there for a few hours in Me the either. boardroom. Yeah. And I um, I knew that you were going to win. And I <laughs> equated you. it. Did you ever see the the movie uh, Cinderella Story, the boxing movie? No, 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 I didn't get to win. So there's a scene in, in the movie Cinderella Story where, you know, he's a boxer and he was a professional boxer. And then he loses and he comes back and it's during the Great Depression. And he's like, he's really struggling with his family. And he starts winning. He becomes the, the, the champ of the world and maintain that for quite some period of time. Nice. And they said to him, you know, what's the difference between now and then? And he's like, I know what I'm fighting for. I'm fighting for like survival. And when I like looked at you, I like felt, I'm like, this guy is fighting for like his life, his future, his family's future. I'm like, no one's gonna touch that guy. Yeah. Like he just, he's got this thing. And there's 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 no other competitor that can that can match to that. I feel like, and I tell this to my parents. Listen, I work very hard, and my parents were amazing, yeah. and I had a tremendous amount of opportunity. And I've said to my parents in the past, and they looked at me like you're an a hole for saying this to me, but <laughs> I genuinely mean this. I um I'm like you guys gave me too much. Yeah, I think a lot of people in Long Island's a very affluent place in in the United States, especially there's a lot of money in the United States. Getting too much, especially too early, is is a handicap. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I don't
1: like judging people, but some I've seen it. You yeah. know, like I come I come where I come from a place where they don't really have much. You yeah. know. Now when you don't have much, just start appreciating what you like. Of course. What, what you can accomplish, right? Like now when I came here, and and they told me like I was gonna get paid ten dollars an hour. I was like, that's it. Yeah. That's the American dream, baby. I made it. Right. <laughs> then I found out that I had to pay rent and taxes and all <laughs> of that. Right. And I was like, oh wait a minute. <laughs> It's not that it's not that good right but like I saw that there's opportunities you know but yeah. that's like 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 you said sometimes like you have you you have to not have anything to yeah. start appreciating the value of life you know things in life
0: it's really mm-hmm. it's really per, it's perspective yeah it's perspective like you were saying before from going from washing dishes to being totally soaked shoes filled up with water Gross, to being yeah. like yo I can wear a suit and walk around and talk to people and sell real estate that's and make money it's like you you have a, a deeper appreciation than most people. Yeah, I don't know. So talk about the real estate project. For, yeah. How did you uh, how did you get on the show and how did you find out about it? And the big thing is, I want you to explain to people that you you had to take a week off of work. Yeah. And you have a family, you have people to take care of, and you basically rolled the rolled the dice for the opportunity. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, if you don't win, you're out. You're out a week's worth of money, which puts you in the hole. And um, but if you win. It's gonna change your life. It
1: is, yeah. Yeah. So like I started following uh Brian Carp like when my wife started doing real estate, right? This the lender that went there and, and, and bought the shelf for the six hundred dollars. Yeah. Um he gave like a like a little like a little speech at, at the company where my wife was working. Um he gave he told us a little bit about like mortgages and stuff like that. But then he mentioned Brian Karp, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh I know this like real estate agent that he's just like Crazy. He would like knock on doors every day. He would do this. He would do that, and we were like, "Oh shit! Okay, that sounds nice." So one day I was knocking on doors with my wife. A few days after that, and we were knocking like on doors for like over an hour, and then this dude comes off his car, puts his suit on, grabs his bag, and he just walks into the door. Like he he walks to the to the house, gets into the door, and I'm like. Like, what the fuck? Like, this is our neighborhood, right? Like, this guy comes through here and
0: just takes like, out. He was
1: door knocking or he had No, nah, he, for- he just, like, parked and went into the door. He didn't <laughs> knock on any other doors. He, he just went straight to that house. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know what? We better, like, knock on every single door in here until we get something. And then when we passed by his car, uh-huh. my wife was like, Wait, like, that's the guy that, that Epi was talking about. Yeah. Um, and uh, I remember we took a picture and everything. And then we started following him on Instagram and Facebook. So I became a huge fan, right? I was like, "Damn, like, damn, this dude is." How long ago was this? A year ago? Pretty much. Yeah, like it was a few. Yeah, like yeah, like like ten months ago. Yeah, like a year, pretty much. Did he see you? He 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 saw me. Yeah, Yeah. didn't know. When I told him, it was like I told you were like uh, Jehovah's witnesses or something. (laughs) 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 Like okay, all right. But um, now we started following and uh, following him on social media. And my, my goal was like, you know what? I'm gonna get like, I'm gonna get my license and I'm just gonna do what this dude is doing. Mm. Because success is, is like a recipe, right? Um, you get the ingredients, you follow the steps, and then you get the dish, yeah. right? So success is like, you do what successful people do, eventually you're gonna get the same results. It's not of it's course. not easy, but if you stick to it, you're gonna get the results. It's, it's you know? a process.
0: Exactly. It's a process.
1: So um, I remember I, like I went knocking on doors with my wife I got home and I took a nap and then she's like, you know, like she woke me up. And she was like, hey, look at this. And I'm like looking at the the phone and it's like the advertisement for the protege. Right. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I was like listening to what they, they were saying. I wasn't really listening. Like in my head, I was like there was something telling me like, Manny, that's it. That's for you. Yeah, he's not looking for a protege. He's looking for you. It's just that like he doesn't know you. You have to be there. Wow. So I went I I washed my face, then I made the video. I had to make like a sixty second video. Okay. I made it and I was like, man, that's crazy. Like, did he hear me? I don't know. I'm a, I'm all I'm 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 a lot into meditation, so I, I I really believe in like like manifesting my dreams and stuff like that. And I was like, it's not nice this this can't be a coincidence. Like, you know, this is meant to be like, yeah. you know, like I've been following this dude for so long and like, you know, I, I want to do what he does and now he's giving like the chance to like work with him, it's mine, you know, that that opportunity is mine. So, um, when the whole pandemic th- thing happened, right, I had two jobs, so I lost one of them and then on the other one, um, I got cut hours, like, you know, I was working like yeah. half the amount of hours that I was working. because yeah, so, you're in restaurants. Yeah, 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 it was bad, it was bad. But um, like for me, it was a big opportunity and I was like, what do I got to lose, you know, like, What's the worst that can happen? Like, yeah, you know, I have to be there. I have to try.
0: But I mean, that's a testament for who you are as a person. Because there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that during the pandemic, they didn't do shit. Yeah, like, and they still aren't doing anything. Yeah. And then there's a lot of people during the pandemic that were like, "I'm going to use this opportunity to elevate myself, or exactly. to grow my business, or to change things, yeah. or just push through it, or whatever it is." And those are the people that are ultimately doing really well right yeah. now. And the thing is that, like, you know, I knew like if I will stop working that week.
1: I was gonna be short on money, right? Yeah. But money, you can get it back. You know, this opportunity is that like once in a lifetime. You know, so I was like, I don't care about anything. So what happened? I, you got the call, and
0: they. So how how was the selection process go? So oh, you sent they, the video in, yeah, and, and then, then they email th- me back. That then you wait. I, yeah, yeah. How I, long before you sent the email in did they get back to you? I think it was like a week or probably a week. Yeah, 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 a week or two weeks. I think it was a little bit more than two weeks. Were you? Did you follow up? Try to like. Yeah, Were you pushing it to get on the show or were you just sitting there like freaking out waiting? I, I was just like waiting. Like I would go to the um, Prodigy's page on
1: Instagram and just like wait like to see like, like
0: come on. <laughs> and then my wife
1: was like, oh my God, you're not going to sleep. And I was just there like, you know, into like, oh man, I can't wait. But I didn't call or anything. I just yeah. waited on, on, like, to see if I, like, they would pick me. And then, and then they called? They, they, they emailed me. And I was like, oh, you're one of the, you're going to participate in this. And I'm like, oh, fuck, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it,
0: it, I was happy, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. So um, obviously, JB and Brian are good friends of mine. So I, I kind of knew what was coming down the pipe as far as the challenges and what was going on and how they were going to structure the day. This thing was brutal. Like, I'll let it you was. get into it. But essentially, it was, it was four days of hell, of yeah. real estate hell. It was. So anybody who doesn't know Brian Carp, Brian Carp is, a, I mean, an unbelievable sweetheart of a man, but he's a savage in the real estate world. This guy gets up at 3.30 in the morning every day. He sends me pictures at 3.30 in the morning. It's like freaking, it's exhausting. He sends me pictures at 3.30 in the morning, gets on, rides his Peloton, works 24-7, like every 30 minutes of his life is totally scheduled out around his family and and his work. That's That's it. And uh, last year in the pandemic, he sold 185 houses. And the year before that, he sold 205 houses. Like, it, you know, I would say he's, I mean, volume wise, he's got to be like freaking top five in the country. Like, nobody yeah. does that. It's crazy. It is absolutely nuts. Yeah. It's, 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 and he does it by himself. Like, he by has, himself. he has assistance, but he essentially does it by himself. Yeah. So the, um, the show essentially mimicked his life. There was a number of challenges, but everybody started. You guys were there at like three o'clock in the morning. And uh, just talk about the experience, what challenges they put you through. Yeah, um, you know how it went, etc. So there were like a good like amount of challenges,
1: right? But um, the first one, uh, not the second one. Wait, well, I think it was actually the third one. The the second one, the first one was about like making a team, right? Mm-hmm. And then you had to come out with like the name and all of that, right? Like how would you like promote yourself as a as a team in real estate? Now the second one, we had to go to one of his listings. And it was funny, like you know, like you know, Alex W, right? Mm -hmm. Um, He he worked for him already, yeah. But nobody knew, right, at that time. And then um, he came out with the idea. We had to do like a listing presentation, right, like a video. And then he was like, you know, it'll be a good idea. Someone gets in the roof, and we tell him that the 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 roof is new. And I'm like, that's crazy. And then they were, uh, but then I was like, you know what? Manny, handy Manny, on the oh, that sounds like a good idea. Let me try it, right? It was bad, dude. It was like the worst idea ever though. I, mean, I really thought like, you know what, that's it. Bye, Manny, Yeah, we don't need you anymore. But um, since he was like the, the lead, leader of the group, right? Mm-hmm. He, he pretty much had to deal with the consequences yeah. of a bad idea. But um, then we had the second um, now the third challenge was which was like pretty much like it would kill right? We had to go outside and sell a bottle of shampoo. Yeah When they told me that I'm like hell yeah, right? I can do that like in my head I was just thinking like if I've been through like working in in a kitchen for So many hours and wash this is like man. I can do this definitely, you know, so we did that I got like five bucks for my then the, there was another contestant that got like a hundred bucks. And I'm like, okay, like I, I had like
0: my $5 in here. When I just said a hundred, I was like, okay, never mind. Right? Like, you know, just got five bucks. Wait, in. so they gave you, one of the challenges, they gave you a bottle of shampoo. So people understand, they yeah. sent you out onto the street. Yeah. And they're like, how well can you sell? Can you sell this bottle of shampoo Exactly, something? yeah. So what did you do? You just, you found somebody random on the street? Yeah, I just went to a 7-Eleven,
1: stood there for a while. And I was just like telling them like, you know, like I'm trying to get a job. And, you know, part of it is like, I need to prove that I can sell like this bottle of shampoo. Okay. They were like, okay, yeah, sure. Like, you know, some people were like, ah, now, right? <laughs> but this guy was like, um, all right, sure, damn, definitely, I'll buy it. So let me buy it. let me go buy something, right? So he bought like a pack of cigarettes, he came out, he was on the phone, he smoked like two cigarettes, and I was just there, like, oh man. <laughs> like, you know, you gonna buy it or not? Like. But then he bought it, he was mad nice, and uh, I think he was like in, in the mortgage industry too, yeah. so he was like, yeah, definitely. So he gave me five bucks, right? And um, that, that was pretty much the, the third challenge, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, after that, what did we do? Well, I want to stop there for a second because yeah. I want to go back to something. Um, fear of rejection, right? <laughs> a lot of people have fear of rejection. Like I try to help everybody out in the industry. i have conversations with younger agents or even older agents about social media and door knocking and things like that. And I'm like, you got to do it. And they're like, oh, I don't like the way I look on video. I feel funny like calling people. You seem to have and, and this is really the recipe for success. Like yeah. if you don't ask, you don't get. Exactly. You seem to have literally you don't care. Yeah. Like you have no social anxiety, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Um you don't really care what people think, which is which is huge. It is. Um talk about that process. Like is that just, you know, survival is it? You know, where does that come from? Yeah. So, um, I started working
1: when I was 12 years old. Uh, I didn't have to. My dad was here in the United States. He always provided. He, mm-hmm. He's like the best. Um, El Salvador is a tough place to live in, but he made it easier for us. Mm-hmm. We have access to education and everything, right? But uh, I had this desire of like, I, I want to make money. You know. Yeah. So when I was small, um, one of my uncles in El Salvador, he has like these. I don't know what you call it. He will make shoes. Okay. So I, I went to work for him. He will pay me like, like before. Uh, now the dollar is the new currency in El Salvador, but before it was a different currency. Okay. So um, they call colones. Yeah, colones. yeah. So like ten colones meant one dollar. Yeah. So I used to get paid one dollar a week. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, Jesus. yeah, yeah. And I thought it was money, like oh man, like 10, 10 like a yeah. dollar, right? And um, I worked there for like a year or, or more. After that, I have a friend. I had a friend that was like, you know what? Like we can make good money being clowns and going to parties. I'm in, uh, uh, in. El Salvador. In El Salvador. So I became a clown, like, literally, dude, like, like, makeup, wig, big shoes. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious, man. And I started working for, like, random parties at the beginning, and then I started working for Burger King, though. They would pay me $8 per party, $8. But the key was, and, and here's, like, where I think that selling came from. All right, the 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 host of the party, they will pay me forty dollars if I get to stay one more hour, right? So my goal was to sell myself, uh-huh. so they will pay me those forty dollars and ask me to stay like you know, they will ask me to stay one more hour, and that Got was it. gonna be forty dollars. Got it. Now I'm like like fourteen, and he's telling me that I can get forty dollars for staying like an, an extra hour, being a clown. I'm like, yes, definitely, right? So every Saturday and Sunday, I will go to Burger King, like Burger King and El Salvador is different. They have like this playground in the back, yeah. the restaurant, and like, you know, they make parties in there. So every Saturday and Sunday, I will go and just try to like make them pay, like make, make them wanting
0: me to stay like yeah. one more hour and pay yes. me those $40. Yeah, you, I mean, you want them to have such a good time and yeah. want you to stay, so like, yeah, they're stay like, you, you know what, hours. I'll give you $40 to yeah. stay extra. Yeah. How did they know? How did they know that you like Burger King tells them that from the beginning, or you tell them that? I, I tell them that. That was like
1: like my part of the job. Like Burger King would just give me like eight dollars for like an hour. Okay, and then I could stay one more hour. The, their party was two hours, right? Got it. So the extra hour, I had
0: to sell myself, and they wouldn't like say anything. Got it. So I was forty dollars. Yes. And that's where you, that's where you, I mean yeah. that makes sense. And that's where you equate your 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 kind of sales train. That was your that was your early sales training. Yeah, pretty much. It was like I'm getting eight bucks for this one hour but I can get five times that much for the second hour exactly. if I sell myself. Yeah. Yeah. And after that, Jesus. you know, <laughs> I know man. it's funny. Like, but that's the thing, like, that's why uh, like if you're telling
1: me that I can be wearing this and, yeah. and become even like a millionaire, dude, like I'll, I'll do this like 24 seven if I could. Yeah. You know, um, after that I, I learned English and then I went to look for a job. Now understand this, the way when you learn a language in a different country it's not the same like you know like it was bad but I just went there and tried to speak English and Mm -hmm. and tell them like you know hire me and I I was so embarrassed but like you know it was either like getting paid three hundred dollars a month or six hundred dollars a month yeah so like I put my life in there I was like you know I'm gonna learn this and that's how pretty much like
0: I've seen it like everything is sells yeah in life right everything is sales yeah everybody sells themselves exactly all the time regardless of what you do you're you're selling yourself that's true regardless if you want to be in sales or not um and people listen when i um i'm a classically trained salesman i was trained by a gentleman who sold electrolux vacuum cleaners door-to-door in the 70s and made like 80 grand a year doing it and he was trained by like you know the zig ziglar tommy hopkins like old school classic style of sales and originally when i started with him he's like in, in mako and he was training me i was like I'm like, I don't want to be a salesman. I, I had like a negative kind of uh, impression of salespeople. And I, you know, I thank God for that gentleman because, A, she changed my life on a lot of different levels. But essentially what sales really are, if you're an honest salesman, which everybody should be, is you're just an effective communicator. Exactly. So whatever you're selling, you believe in that product and you believe that the benefits of that product are going to are gonna help the client or prospective client. And you're just effectively communicating the benefits of that product and that's helped me in relationships and life and business and everything yeah um, and it's a must exactly yeah. so go back to the show and the uh, and the challenges so every it started out with how many people eight started out with eight people yeah. and essentially every day people would get eliminated until you got down to the final night and it was just challenges along the way yeah um, what was the toughest challenge for you uh there, there wasn't any tough challenges it's just
1: that because i didn't have real estate experience mm-hmm. it was hard for me at the end to like do like a listing presentation or yeah. showing a house you know that was the hardest just because i didn't really know what to do i just tried yeah. to like go with the flow but, but there that, wasn't tough challenges
0: but i think that's like 80 percent of the um 80 of success like i always tell people i'm like you know success is let's say education and 75% guts. Yeah. But when the two meet together, it's it's a crazy recipe. But there's um I know I know a lot of people that have a ton of education, but they don't have the guts, so nothing else nothing really happens. I know a lot more people that have the guts to do it don't really know what they're doing, but they figure it out during the way and things happen for them just because they're they're doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing like I always tell people. It was like, just do it. Just start doing it. Exactly. Get out there, start talking to people, have conversations, and you're, you're going to have a certain level of success, and you can just learn along the way. Yeah. yeah. So talk about, the, uh, talk about the last day. So you got the final day. It's down to you and Andrea, who's on the podcast last week, who's awesome. Yeah. And um, did, you, did you know you had it, like the whole time? Did you know you had it? So I had this strong feeling, like
1: I told you, right? Like I'm, I'm all into like, you know, manif- manifesting things. And I had this like really strong feeling that that, that chance was for me. You know, From the beginning. From the like beginning. Bef- when so, you first saw it. Yeah. But here's the thing. The first day I got to, like, the, the first day, right? I got to the, the building. I saw these people with, like, experience, like, you know, native speakers. And yeah. I was like, man, do I really have a chance? But there was this feeling that was like, just try it. What's the worst that can happen, right? Yeah. Like, no, you're not good. Okay. I'm not going to die. You know, I'm still going to do real estate. But uh, yeah, like, I just felt like, that, that it was meant for me though
0: yeah
1: yeah and um you know last day it, it was it was it was tough like i mean Andreas, good andrea is good and the thing is that at that moment like i was already like like uh a little emotional though because the the previous day was kind of crazy yeah so that day i was just like you know like i i i came to this country i walked all these miles like you know like like, that's it. This is me, and this is the opportunity that, that I'm looking for, you know? Yeah. Because I believe that you only need one opportunity. When you have that desire of, like, like just making
0: it, you just need one chance. Yeah. That's it. And for me, that was it. So, talk about the moment. Because I remember, like, I'm sitting there watching. I mean, obviously, I knew that you won, but when we were there at the um, the season finale, mm-hmm. premiere party, I was watching. It was like, and they, like, the two of you guys are sitting there, and there was like a two minute pause. And yeah. I'm, what do you
1: yeah, mean? it was probably longer than that, man. It was. I was so
0: long. I was like, <laughs> yeah. No, I was like put these people out of their misery. Like, tell us. <laughs> so uh, what was that like? Oh man,
1: I, I was nervous, but I don't know. I, I had this feeling that it, that was, it was gonna yours. be me. So now when he told me, right, you're not a, con- you're no longer a contestant. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what's next? Like, hey, <laughs> I know there's something more. Uh. I know there's something more. Like, <laughs> he kept looking at me. I was like, okay. <laughs> So it,
0: it, it was, it, it, I was nervous, man. I was very nervous, but um, I don't know. It was crazy. <laughs> so how long, how lo, so now you're obviously, you're the winner. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Man. Very well deserved. You're on Brian Karp's team. Yeah. Training under him at Coach Real Estate. Um, And you got, how many, how many weeks have you been really working with him? Because I know at the beginning, yeah. it, you had to go get your license and then. Yeah, so, I think it's been three, three, so four worked, weeks much and how many lists so let's call it four weeks yeah. and you've gotten two listings in the last four weeks
1: it's one listing and um we have one listing appointment which I don't know I'm sure I'm gonna get it so I don't want I wanna I don't want to like jinx it right but like I haven't gotten my second one but okay. I have this lead
0: already there. so I, I want to point that out because I think that's super important for there's a lot of people that are out there that, that make excuses right yeah and at the end of the day you've you've you came from literally like nothing yeah worked your way all the way up Yeah. Took advantage of every opportunity that you had. Yeah. Now you have the opportunity, and you're making the most of the opportunity. Yes. So within four weeks, you've essentially have one and a half. I'm gonna call it two listings. Yeah. I mean, people just got to go out and do it, man. Yeah. That's what, yeah. like for everybody out there that's listening. You know, listening to Manny's story. I think the biggest thing to take away from you is is persp- I mean, there's a lot of things, but when I what I learned from you was perspective. Yeah. Right? It's really a matter of perspective, how you see the world, how you see the opportunities that you have, how you see where you are to, to where you're going to go. Yeah. Uh, perspective and hard work. Yeah. Like, I'm going to
1: rephr- rephrase something that you said on one of your videos that I loved. Um, you said that life is a roller coaster. You know, something you hear, something you're there. Yep. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know I'm not going I know I'm gonna have like tough times' now I'm not gonna have good times. But at the end of the day, it's all about like, what do I really want? what how where where do I see myself? You yeah. know, like the fact that I'm having a good time right now or that I'm having a bad time doesn't mean that uh, I'm not gonna like accomplish my goals, right? Of course. So' like I see myself as someone who's gonna make it regardless So the way I see the war is like pers- through tr- tr- like a good perspective, yeah, you know regardless no, it's of, mindset yeah, mind- and mindset,
0: mindset is also very important. like, from the moment you saw that video, you're like, "I'm gonna win." Yeah, you know, yeah. and you manifested that. Yeah. You just whatever you whatever you want. Visualization is so so important and so powerful in success. Like I always I always say that. I'm like, before I ever flipped one house, I saw the hundredth house done. Yeah. You know, before I ever went to NYU, I saw myself graduating. Yeah. You know, before I ever did a first development deal, you know, I saw cities built. Like I've just you see it. Yeah, and that, then it's just and, a matter of of and and everybody else is gonna be like, ah, oh, that's stupid. Like I'm sure along your journey. People have been like, "That's stupid." Yeah, don't yeah. do it. A lot of times, a yeah. lot of times. And they, when they hear me
1: um, talking about my dreams, they just think I'm crazy. And the only one who actually believed in me was my wife. You know, she was like, "I have this feeling that you are gonna like accomplish what you want." And she, and 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 that that's like for me, that's everything. Because like, nobody knows what you've been through. Nobody knows what what what, what how much you want something. Right? Yeah. Only you. But when someone comes and tells you like i believe you like you know i I think you can do it that means the word for me and
0: yeah sometimes i mean you have to be able to you know self-motivate and self-perform but it's it's always good like i always say i was i was blessed with amazing parents you know my mother would push me around the stroll when i was six months and call me a prince and tell me i could do everything which is really like where my the foundation of my confidence comes from um it's always helpful when you have that it's always helpful that you had you know, a good family that was supportive from you from the beginning, and now you have a wife who essentially pushes you to to be great. Yeah, it yeah. just it it makes it it's not the old, it's not the end all be all. Like you can, but it's without someone like that. But it's helpful. It's, it's very helpful. very helpful.
1: And the other thing, like you said, is visualization, right? Yes, I, I have a treadmill, so like after I send a video, I will go run every day, right? And I will actually see myself knocking doors and saying like, <laughs> "I work for Brian. I work for Brian." And now I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. Like I I go out and I'm like. I, I, want, I Sometimes I don't even say my name. I'm like, <laughs> hi, I work on, I'm on the Brian Karp team. Like, <laughs> it's That's funny because like every day
0: I would just like picture that. And now I'm doing it. So uh, talk about the experience. So now you, you know, you're on Brian Karp's team. Yeah. Talk about the experience of what you're learning, the training, getting those deals. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. So like uh, when I
1: won, I also like, I, I kind of like, one, six months of training with JB. Yeah. So I've been like talking to him and he's just amazing though.
0: Um, his knowledge about real estate is it's yeah. out of this world. For those of you who don't know real estate, um, JB is obviously a, a performance coach, uh, sales trainer. He does it across all industries, but he obviously is, is immersed in the real estate world. So he specializes in that, you know, brilliant guy, unbelievable training, and it's helping a ton of people, I see yes. it. Yeah, so he's helping me, right? Because
1: here's the thing, like I have the desire to like, to like go there and, and and just like kill it, right? But he's giving me the direction, right? Yeah. What do I need to say? What what do I need to do? So um, I'm tra- I'm doing training with him. Um, I'm putting like the the work, you know, like I'm, right now. I'm trying to prospect three different ways. I'm trying this like, like every day. Uh, I do flyers, call call, and knock on doors. Like, nice. try, like, every day much. every day every day at least some sometimes i can't i can't really like go
0: do flyers because it's raining but i will call call okay so you do you, know? you prospect in what those are like the three major prospecting methods. Yeah. like the the grassroots original prospecting yeah. that's when you're really talking to people yeah and seven days a week you try to do at least one of the three of those yeah 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 sometimes i will do three of them so just to put in perspective here, since that's uh, the theme of this uh, this podcast, if you're an agent, or actually if you're in any business, but obviously this is a real estate podcast, so if you're an agent, what are you, what are you doing today? What are you doing tomorrow? What are you doing next week to get business? Yeah. You know, Manny has two listings in four weeks. Why does he have two listings? Because every day he's either, he's doing one or a combination of cold calling, flyers, and door knocking. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I was thinking like, you know, like, what can I
1: do? Like, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m., nobody's going to open the door. They're probably going to like, if I go knock on their doors, they're, kind of, they're going to throw something at something. Yeah, yes. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so flyers, right? I don't need to like knock on their doors. So I can just leave a flyer right there. So
0: from six to eight, I leave the flyers. What's your now. flyer goal? So what's your flyer goal also? I think this is also very important yeah. because I have people call me up and they're like, oh, I put 50 flyers out and nobody <laughs> called me. It's like, bro, what the, what, yeah, what is no, 50, flyers? 50 flyers? 50 flyers yeah. is nothing. Yeah. What's your What's your weekly flyer goal? A thousand. A thousand flyers. Yeah. And listen, for the, are, for the first month, two months, three months, nobody might call. Yeah. But all of a sudden they're going to be like, yo, I saw your flyer four months ago. Now I'm ready to sell my yeah, house. Yeah, exactly. Consistency.
1: Yeah. Exactly. I call it planting seeds. Yes. Forming. Some people call it forming, yes. right? So that's, that's what it is. Like, I know they're not going to come. I mean, last time this guy, I put a flyer, right? And this guy called, calls me, like, after, like, I don't know. And he's like, Manny, uh, did you leave a flyer on my door? And I'm like, yes, I did. Man, it's working, right? Huh? And he's like, I just want to tell you that next time you leave a flyer on my door, I'll blow your brains out. Or
0: <laughs>
1: okay, all right. <laughs> Wait, in English? Oh, or, was, in English or in Spanish? English, <laughs> in English. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit!" You're like, okay. sir, I'm, what's I'm your, sorry. What's your address? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, they, he called me like with like no ID, oh, no other ID. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, you know, what? I'm sorry, it's not gonna happen. I'm trying to eat, you know, <laughs> 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 trying to make a living. <laughs> it was funny though. But like up to right now, the first listing that I got was through Flyers. So Oh, so
0: you got the first listing? Yeah, the, the first listing yeah. that I got was, was through Flyers. flyers. Yeah. I how many took, how many flyers did you put out before you got that listing? It was like more than eight hundred. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I took all over Islandia. I did like pretty much all Islandia in like in three days. And then So I, you walked. I walked, yeah. You walked. with some nice tennis, like
0: hoodie. You walked Islandia I- I- yeah, yeah, for three days straight, yeah, and put out a thousand flyers. Very much, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eight hundred flyers, eight hundred fly
1: over, over eight hundred flyers, and, and I've been doing the same on Brentwood, okay. trying to take over Brentwood too. There you go. So every morning, like you know, I just hope that they don't ban me from the printer's office because every day, like I <laughs> woke <out> up with like <laughs> five hundred flyers, like <laughs> I'm just going. Yeah, nah, because cause like, like like, you said, they might not call me this week or next yeah. week, but one day they're going to be like, or at least they're going to see my flyer, and they next ne- ne- next, time they see me, it's going to be on a on a sell sign on a different house. And they're going to be, yeah. oh, okay, this guy's legit, right? Yeah. He's making business. So, you know, like, it might not be the best prospecting method, but there's if there's a chance, I'll take it now. So I'm doing that, then, like, I get home, like, from 9.30 to, like, 11.30, 12, I call call. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, you know, I just like. You cold call, call from what time to what time? Like from 9.30 to uh, 12, 11.30. In the morning? Yeah, in the okay, morning. Got yeah, it. yeah. And then from like 4.30 to like the sun
0: goes down, I knock on doors. Jesus. Yeah. So basically, let's put this in perspective here. It's a nice sunny day outside. You get up and because I've, I've, seen, I've seen the post. At 5.30 in the morning, you're outside running around putting flyers yeah. out for three hours. Yeah. Four hours. You come home. You cold call for three hours. Yeah. And then at night, you go out and door knock. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Like,
1: there's like, we real say there's so, always something to do. Yeah. If you're not doing something,
0: it's because you're lazy, you know? There's always something to do. So, I mean, that, that pretty much sums up the whole thing right there, bro. It's like, if, you know, if there are people that are out there complaining that they don't have any business and they're listening to something like this, like, that's what it takes. Yeah. It's that simple. And if you're not doing that in a combination of those things, then you're not going to be doing business. Yeah. And it's and it's yeah. that it's that freaking simple. Yeah. Like, I'm going to call people up that are agents that I know after you leave, and I'm going <laughs> to be like, let me tell you why you're not doing business, okay? I'm going to put this in real-life world perspective so you get it. Yeah. Baby is walking around at 5 o'clock in the morning, yeah. putting out flyers, cold calling from 9 o'clock to 12 o'clock, and then door knocking from 5 to 9 or whatever it is. Yeah. What time do you do you door knock? Like from 4.30 to like, till the sun goes down. Till the sun goes down. Yeah, so like people's not gonna open the door anymore. And what do you do when you go to the door? You walk up to basically every door on the strip, you knock on the door, yeah. and what do you say? Oh, hi.
1: My name is Manuel Sanchez. I'm, I'm on the Brian Carp team with Coach Realtors. Um, so, I sold, like even if it's not my house, yeah. I just tell them like, you know, a house just sold. <laughs> like, you know, a few blocks from here. Yeah. And they were like, they had a lot of offers. There's a lot of buyers trying to get into the area. Yeah. Uh, would it be a crazy idea... If you could get the right price for your home for you to sell it, some people are like, ah, uh, no, Uh not right now. Can I get back to you in the future? Six yeah. months from now, maybe yeah. something changed. Yeah, I'll take the phone number. And some people are like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking of selling. Would you consider like, would you consider an interview with me? See if like, like you know, like I'll, I'll, I'll like, I'll be able to help you in the process. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's not that hard. It's like it's no. just like you have to put in the work. Like some people, are like oh, I'm gonna make a post. You yeah. know, Like you know, nah. call me. not nah, there's real investing, buying, selling, investing. Like you know, call me. Most of the homeowners, they're not in the phone. You know, yeah. Like homeowners are in their house, so you have to go to their house. Yeah.
0: You know? No, I mean that makes perfect sense. That that's as direct. I think it all plays in together, obviously, yeah. because then people. So I I posted this this morning and Dan had actually talked about it on a podcast we do with Andrea. So, and this might be a a relevant thing for you in this situation that that could be helpful. So everybody lives, everybody does live on their phone for the most part. And you know, when people are doing due diligence on you, that's what they do. Like I've had, I've bought houses from people who are like, yo, I saw your commercial on TV. Nice. I thought you were out of your goddamn mind. I then went to your YouTube and your social media. I sat there for two hours watching all of your shit. I'm like, I want to sell you my house because I just think you're out of your mind. Yeah. So something that you might want to consider is how important it is to social media, whatever you put out is perception is reality, right? So when people meet you, they're going to meet you, Manny, okay, oh yeah they're going to go to your social media. They're going to go to Google and they're going to see who is this guy. Yeah. How much business is he doing? Do I like him as a person? And that's how you use social media as your business card or the way that people are going to do due diligence on you. Yeah. So just just consider that. Yeah, I, have, I have a lot to learn though and when it comes to social media. We all do. But get on all the platforms and make sure that you're doing daily posts so you have that content out there. So when people look... They say, like, if, if if you come to a guy's door or a girl's door and they, and they say, yeah, I might consider you, and then they go and look at your social media and they see, like, two or three posts or they don't see you out there selling houses or taking pictures of houses or listing houses, they might be like, is he the guy compared to somebody else who the perception is? You might be the greatest realtor in the world, but the perception, if they don't know you, so that's why using social media um, to, I mean, I'll say, I don't want to say manipulate. I'll use manipulate for lack of a better word, to just showcase who you are and what you do and the kind of person you are is so vital. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's cool to see this stuff. Like I would I would love to, it would be inspiring on top of the fact that it'd be inspiring for other people, which is cool. I would be inspired to see, like when I saw you running those flyers at 1,000 flyers at 5.30 in the morning, I'm like, this guy's fucking running 1,000 flyers. I'm like, what am I doing today? It's inspiring to people to uh, to see you do that. Yeah. It's also educational and inspiring for people to hear you talk about the process while you're doing it. Yeah. So it would be cool to see stories and things from you while you're cold calling, while you're door knocking. It takes 15 seconds. Yeah. you door knock on someone, you're like, just, just door knocked on 15 houses and just talk about the experience of what it is. You know, the first one that I was riddled with anxiety, but now it just gets easier and easier. Yeah. You know, this is what I say when I go to the door. And... And you may want to be build a team later on. That's how people will, you know, just know who you are and and, and follow you. You'll get more listings as a result of that because it's basically all about attention. Very the more much. people that know Manny Sanchez, the more listings you're going to get. Yeah. Definitely. So just consider that with social media. Of course. Yeah. Um, but I'm curious to know what the future holds for you. What are your What are your ultimate goals? Uh, obviously, your family is your number one priority. You have uh, yeah. a daughter here and and a and one on the way. Yeah. Daughter yeah, yeah. or son? It's a girl. It's, it's a, girl a girl too. Yeah, yeah. On the way. Yeah. Um, you're very young, you're 29 years old, you have a lot of life left to live. What um what does the future hold for you? What are your ultimate goals, really?
1: Uh, so, the sky's the limit, you know? Like, right now, when it comes to real estate, um, I don't really, I have a goal just to, like, have an idea, right? But I feel like it's gonna be more than that, like, right? because um, I'm gonna, uh, like, I've seen other people doing it, you know? They focus a lot on doing, and doing, and doing, and then the results come, yeah. you know? When you're focused, like so focused on on what you have to do, um, and I've seen that. I mean, Brian Carver, he, he talks about it. You know, how he was just like into the game that you know when he came to see it was like, oh, sh- I sold this many houses. Yeah. You know. So when it comes to that, you know, like I don't really have an actual goal. I, I, my goal is to like just focus on doing and doing and doing every day. Yeah. Um, because it's my first year in real estate, I'm focusing on learning a lot because I want to build like a strong foundation. And, and like you said, like being able to, to for people to know who I am and what I can offer. Because like, like you said, I, I can be like the best real estate agent in the world. But if they don't know me, if they don't like, if I don't put myself out there, then they, they're not really going to do business with me, you know. So I have a lot to work on. Right now I'm trying to learn as much as possible. I feel blessed that JB is taking some of his time to, to coach me. Um
0: I don't know, man. It's just, just sky's a, the sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. Yeah, the limit. yeah like, I mean, you can't say it any better than that, man. Sky's the limit. Yeah, uh, I appreciate you coming down. This is very cool. I learned a lot from you. You inspired me today to to do a bunch of stuff that I'm going to do after this, <laughs> both in my own business and content creating wise. Yeah. So thank you for that. No, I um I know yeah. you're going to be great. Thank I really you. do. If, uh, if people are interested in following you, listing a house with you, yeah. what, uh, how do they get in touch with you, what's your social media handles, et cetera? Yes, uh, Instagram is Manny Sells Manny Homes. <laughs> it's
1: a good one, right? I like it. I do. <laughs> yeah. And Man- Man- Manuel Sanchez on Facebook.
0: Nice. Yeah. Phone-, phone number, email, anything like
1: that? Yeah, uh, phone number 516-808-7969. And uh, my email is Sanchez 608 at gmail.com.
0: Awesome. Obviously, yeah. I'm the handsome home buyer. Again, you have anything real estate related from notes to nasty houses to land to commercial development site. You know I'm quick. I'm easy. I'm a good time. I want to buy it. 516-77 sold. Any permit issues, you know the captain's got you back. 516-513-8838. And if you have any real estate re- related questions, uh, you can always hit me up on my text platform, 516-871-3511. That's a wrap.